0: thank you for tuning in to episode 9 of common man's common sense. We have quite a few topics we're going to discuss today, so we're going to jump right in. All right, so just to lead into this first story, um
1: Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, uh were interviewed by Oprah. Um and on uh, on our first clip, she talks about uh she talks about the names that the uh, the royal family had given uh Waity, katie uh the the lady that ended up marrying william Prince william and uh the uh the names that they were given but the way she the way she kind of leads into is she says that um uh, rudeness is not racism so she feels like uh like they don't the two don't uh the two don't go together um yeah just go ahead and place clips.
2: If they can compare what the experience that I went through was similar to what has been shared with us, Kate was called weighty Katie, waiting to marry William. While I imagine that was really hard, and I do, I can't picture what that felt like, this is not the same. And if a member of his family will comfortably say, we've all had to deal with things that are rude, rude and racist are not the same.
1: Okay, and, and what she's talking about is... Uh, it'll be in the next clip, but just to set it up for everybody that's not here and not watching the video, um, I- anybody that haven't, hasn't seen, uh, Meghan Markle, like that lady, I-, I looked up her parents, uh, her dad's white as any other white guy on the planet and her mother's darker. I don't know exactly her ethnicity. Um, but this lady looks like I- any woman would want to look like going or coming home from the beach. I mean is that is that correct in I saying mean, like yeah, she's
3: she she's, looks pretty not she's black.
1: Yeah, yeah, if you looked at her she looks like a white lady. So um but this next clip uh it kind of goes into these uh these accusations of the royal family um that that were made about their unborn child.
2: In those months when I was pregnant all around this same time. So we have in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security. He's not going to be given a title.
3: Can you pause that?
1: And, and who she's talking about is our unborn son, Archie.
3: Now, but she's saying this, this is after they left.
1: Yes, this is after they left. It, her, which her whole problem was, I guess being a princess wasn't all it was cracked up to be. She obviously, she's American. Uh, she was an actress before. I believe on like Suits, I think was the name of the show she was on. Because um, we've all
3: heard of that. Yeah, I tell great you. No, show that I've never heard of, never seen it. So she is a good. But, uh, she's not a good actor, <laughs> but but she's she's an American because she's acting black and she doesn't look black. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, I'm just saying. Am I, can we be honest? Well, like, she's yeah. playing
1: the victim, and that and that's yeah another whole thing that kind of torques me off about this right here and these types of people in general is you can't be one of the elites. I, you, you can be one or the other. You can't be an elite and simultaneously be a victim. Oh, not like absolutely. You, you, this lady was worth $5 million before, you know, she got married to the prince. So you got people like her, uh Colin Kaepernick, LeBron James, Jesse Smollett, like a litany of people that you people are successful. Like you people are worth millions upon millions of dollars, and and like you know the Kaepernick guy, like you you're obviously successful. Like you've taken a team to the Super Bowl. Like LeBron James, you got NBA championships. You know, like Jesse Smollett, you you've got your you know you were on a TV show too, same as this lady, and you guys are worth all this money, and you still try and play that victim card, you know, like, you're you're in not only just elites as far as, you know, just American elites, you're obviously, you're on a global stage at this point, you know, with the royal family, and yet still, somehow or another, like, these narcissists always will become the victim one way or another.
3: Uh, yeah, and just looking at her face, like, she has psycho written all over, and they all like when we talked about uh, Whitmer. That that same aura they all have it. They all have it. Let's see the rest of that clip.
2: And also, concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born.
3: <laughs> and that 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 is rich and f-
1: for, that, for everybody that's not watching this. That's that's like really long somber pause. Yeah, yeah. and then Oprah. Looking completely confused because somebody is out virtue signaling Oprah. I she, sure she's confused because she's you know, like, I'm supposed to be the one, like, like this white chick is like she's she's playing the race
3: card a- above and over me. Like, I'm, I'm completely confused <laughs> in which this, which is super rich because you know, Oprah had no idea she was going to say that, so like. <laughs>
1: What? <laughs> and, and dude, I gotta say too, like I've I've seen Oprah, obviously we've all seen her over the years, and she's had quite a few different looks.
3: Yeah, she's not
1: really looking her best these days. Like well, she she looks like a puppy with like like, like her hair just kind of flops yeah. down like big pup like curly fluffy puppy ears, like and how,
3: she's how a, it drapes down the side uh, of the phone. She's a billionaire, face. correct? Yeah. I believe so. And, yeah. and so yeah. Now she also see she pulled some sort of a stunt Back in, I want to say it was like 2013. She was over there somewhere, if I'm not mistaken, in, in Europe for a, a wedding and accused an employee in a store of not letting her look at something, something along And but it was real uh, anecdotal. It was it, so she came out with a story how she was a victim, even though she was a billionaire. She was a victim because this person didn't know who she was and wouldn't let her a, a look at a piece of jewelry or clothing or something along those lines, and so this woman came out and she said, no, that was me. And that isn't what happened. And then, you know, Oprah did a, not a, a fake apology, but she got caught trying to do this same thing. Like, and so no matter your station in life, you, you are never, and apparently you can do it when you're white too. And so what, what's the other guy that, uh, the, uh, is it the BLM guy or not BLM? uh, What's the one guy that's white that pretended to be black?
1: Oh, um, Sean King? Is that right? Sean King? Sean Nah, I'm I'm drawing they all black do on that, it, yeah. It,
3: yeah, but be the way. He but that's what
1: I'm getting at like you you can be one or the other. You you cannot be part of this elitist class and claim that, you know, the man, the society, you know, the establishment whatever is still somehow, you know, especially Oprah, I'm like at, at being I believe you're right in saying that she is a billionaire. She's
4: worth two point seven billion. I just looked it up. Yeah,
1: you you can't. Your your victim card's done. Like yeah, it, it's.
3: It. I just like the yeah, fact like that. And so I I don't I would love to to see like what Oprah Oprah's excuse for such. Um, Surprise! Because you, again, she already knew what she was going to say. But. Oh,
1: for sure, that's rehearsed. Like, I, but I, I, really do love the, you know, the yeah, the really that, long yeah. pause, just um, the dramatic effect.
3: Yeah, and, and so, and the thing is too, and that I, I'm assuming we're going to delve into it in, in a minute. But um, and that's one of the things that, that Piers Morgan has suggested that somebody said it innocently out of curiosity, even if it was said. But personally, I don't think that anybody ever said anything about the kid's skin color because he's lily bred as crap. And honestly, yeah. dude, like I think she's what, one eighth black? And the, yeah,
1: she, and she might be. That's what I'm saying. To, to look at her, she looks like a, an average white lady. She She yeah. doesn't even, I wouldn't even qualify her as, I mean, if you looked at her, you would not think she was yeah. black. She looks like a white lady. That's been to the beach,
3: and and, and furthermore, nobody would get care uh, anything about your skin color if you were extremely dark complected. People st- still wouldn't care. That, no. So, and that's the
1: thing. Like, and that's why I've I've listened to other commentators talk about it about her and this whole situation with the royal family. It was it really something to the effect of you know we're really concerned about the skin color of little Archie or was it something benign that every, every parent, every grandparent, whatever talks about when, you know, daughter, whatever's having a child, Hey, I wonder who it's going to look like. You know, will it, will it favor, will it favor, you know, Prince Harry? Will it favor Megan? You know, who really knows? Was it something like that?
3: Well, it's, it's, Amusing because they they adored her. They welcomed her into the family. They, they got accolades all throughout the media. Everyone was overjoyed that it was an American and a minority American, which, I mean, because initially I was confused. Like, oh, it's the black person in the royal family. It's like, what, is, is Harry black?
1: <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. And
0: yeah she's about as black as Elizabeth Warren is Indian, I guess.
1: And even standing next to this lily, white, red, ginger-looking
3: Prince Harry. Cuckold
1: she still doesn't look... I mean, she, no. she doesn't look no, like she's got
3: freckles. I mean, um, but so the idea that they would have genuine and actual concern that that would truly have, oh my goodness, what, we're, we're concerned about his skin color. Why would they be concerned about his skin color when they welcomed you into the family, number one? Number two, it's obvious that his skin would not be dark unless Harry was actually getting cuckolded, in which case that would be possible. And he looks like he might. He's a very effeminate male.
1: So that that was the first question that was raised was, you know, we're, we're concerned about little Archie's skin color, you know, supposedly. And this is Archie then, in the
3: picture. And he's obviously. He's obviously. I, the thing is, I can barely see him on this white paper. <laughs> yeah. so it's just like, <laughs> I can't really. He's obviously yeah. just see, as
1: white well. as you would expect. Yeah. Exactly. For a white woman and a white man to have a child.
3: <laughs> so even if this, she was 50% black, he's so white. That's it would
4: probably and knock it down to like ten percent. Yeah, like.
3: but the
1: the next one, and this is what um, we've got another clip about Pierce Morgan. This is what um, the uproar was. I think I believe it was on Good Morning Britain. Um, was Archie not being able, not getting a title? Like he was, he was not going to be given a title, you know, because of his potential skin color and stuff, which all ended up to be. Completely debunked, like it's not true.
0: And I understand that you don't like Meghan Markle. You've made it so clear. and So the man talking now, program, that guy's name is a Alex. A number of times, Alex Burford. That you've got a personal relationship with Meghan Markle or had one, and she cut you off. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. Okay. I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, abso- Sorry. Do you know what that's? Pathetic. You could track me, maybe. Not my. No, no,
1: own no, no. See I'm, you later. I'm being. So- <laughs> Sorry. Can't this do is this. Absolutely. So Piercey's had. Screw this. I'm gone. He's had all he can take, and he's he's out of there. Which is the part that you don't see, and I encourage anybody that hasn't seen it to watch it. But there's there's like a 15 minute video leading up to what just happened, and and what the uh, what Alex is trying to say because Piers is he's saying the whole thing about the title is completely debunked. It's not true. Mm -hmm. Like So would you give a little ground? Would you concede that, you know, that this probably, because even the the accusations about, you know, what little baby Archie's skin tone was going to be, it was all secondhand information. So Piers is asking Alex if he would give a little ground on maybe this stuff, Not as credible as what we think. So he goes, uh, Alex does, he goes back to the old, uh, and I believe, like they've been saying it for years, I believe Calvin Klein even had an ad that was, speak your truth in your Calvin Klein, like they had billboards. And he's like, well, maybe it wasn't true, but maybe it was her truth which makes and no which logical sense no. whatsoever, no.
3: which the the thing is too, though, both of them going back and forth, which, um, cause obviously Piers Morgan is extremely loyal to the Royal family and doesn't want to think that they could possibly ha- have, uh, committed transgressions against the, the woke idealism, even though he helped, we talked about that before that he helped build that structure uh, of liberal mindset. And, uh, I think that most people have seen him versus Ben Shapiro how yes. dare you how <laughs> dare you
1: <laughs>
3: you can keep saying that and,
1: <laughs> and so and, and 90% of the times me and Pierce Morgan are going to be on opposite sides of the fence obviously sure but on this one like you you, <clears throat> you think with this Alex guy you think you're operating in a good faith debate and you're not oh, yeah. like this guy's not like he's not going to hear any reason and you can tell that by the the cliche line that he spit out there about telling speaking your truth like yes. i don't i don't want your truth that may be true to you and that may be the way you interpret it but it's not the truth
3: you don't you don't believe that they could be a racist and and the royal family would, if they're a racist like Stop it! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, <laughs> oh, my God, it's the worst thing on the planet. So it's the same thing as always. The worst thing you could ever be is a racist or even a perceived racist. Oh, my I cannot believe that, that you cut her off. She or she cut you off, and you're slandering her because you're a racist. Everybody's a racist. And so <laughs> it's, all, it's all BS. What they're attempting to do is slander the royal family. And so from what I can understand, because I – Ultimately, I don't care. It makes for a good conversation. It's definitely a good topic. And I think that goes for everybody here. And it's a pretty standard American mindset that y'all suck anyway. We kicked your ass, that we have our own independence. That whole thing is stupid. But I get it. You're British. And that's the historical yeah, it's uh, element in tradition. Sure, sure. Okay, I understand that. And so what they're trying to do is the same thing they're trying to do to our founding fathers. And, and to all the statues and everything else is deem it racist, tear it down, eliminate it, and replace it. That's what they're trying to do. That's the ultimate goal. And so what that guy's sitting there doing is extremely disingenuous, but that's why people like him were stupid to begin with. Dude, you're the one that helped usher this in. Dude, you are the useful idiot. And there's plenty of these useful idiots around, and he's one of the biggest ones. You're a dope, dude. And so dialing it back to before years back when he's accosting are like, Here's the thing. You trashed our second. There's no way. No one ought to need a second amendment. You don't need an assault rifle. It's none of your business what Americans do. Bro, you're not American. No more than this is any business of of ours. But now look at you, dude. How does that feel? And you're talking about putting a He is talking about putting a a premium on freedom of speech. Why is freedom of speech important to you, but the second amendment couldn't be important to us? You could never understand because, bro, you're not an American. So ride out. Hey, cool. Leave. But you helped do this to yourself, so I don't feel sorry for him.
1: I completely agree. the The only reason I, I, I'm I've got his back on this particular issue is because of this. After After all of this stuff went down, and he walks off the set, and this is my favorite part. This guy doubles down, which I love. So he says, uh, I, he he tweets this. Um, he says on, on Monday, I said <laughs> I said I don't believe Meghan Markle in her Oprah interview, and I've had time to reflect on this opinion, and I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you did, okay, freedom of speech, which, uh, there again, is a hill I'm willing to die on. So he said uh, he's going to go on to spend more time with his opinion. So, um, And the thing is, like, cancel culture, and we've talked about it, especially, like, in, in these days, dude, if, if you oppose, like he did, whatever it is that's popular opinion, you're apt to get canceled. Mm -hmm. And like anybody else, you you can put a fake apology on Twitter or whatever else, whatever media outlet you want to, but at the end of the day, you're probably still not going to have a job. So at least you can die with a little dignity saying that, you know what? Yeah, I'm sticking with my guns, bud. Well, let me ask a question. Where do you, the the mentality? Well, well, not with his guns, because he's got no guns. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh, you'll die on your hill. Yeah. (laughs) You'll die on your hill. I'll I'll, I'll stick with my guns. You stick with whatever (laughs) it is y'all have over there. And the other guy
3: who, by the way, doesn't look very black and is also trying to play a victim, will choke you with his bare hands (laughs) because you're you're fat and old. Look at his gullet. He doesn't look good. But where do you think he got the mentality? Because I'm starting to see it more and more with people. And so even Cuomo was trying to do it. Where do they get that mentality of both middle fingers up saying, I thought about it and I still don't care? What person in popular media do you think that came from? Donald Trump. Trump. And so you trashed him. You trashed him. He made you more popular than you ever were when you were on The Apprentice, and then you trashed him, and now you're trying to be like him. You're starting to realize, like I always say, Donald Trump always gets proven right. I like that he he did that, but dude, you caused this. This is a, a massive taste of your own medicine, dude. You're a moron. Never question the way Americans live, dude. Cause people like us, blue collar people, we don't live like that. Screw you, dude. And now you're getting a taste and you're seeing them accost the, the institution that you love for your whole life. You were raised to love it. Just like we were. You accosted and now they're accosting you. Am I right? For sure. Cool. Yeah, Can, absolutely.
1: This next video, um, this clip, because this isn't the first uh go around these two peers and Alex have had. Uh, and this next one's pretty rich. It starts out there. Uh, they're talking about like betting at horse races, and they were trying to figure out all of these different terminologies and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, okay. and then this somebody somebody out of the background's like boring. Like you yell, you know, hey, pretty much get on with the show. And uh, yeah, let's which go. Is ahead. Twenty. A bullseye
0: yeah. is fifty. A grand, of course, a is grand, a thousand. Though, yeah,
3: years.
1: and a deep sea boring. diver. Which <laughs>
3: Yeah, seriously, I'm, I'm really bored now. You me know what, mate? You're doing the weather, so why don't
1: you keep your boredom to yourself? Your job is the weather today, right? And by yeah. the way, here's your entire forecast. It's going to be hot all week with a little bit of a thunderstorm. Have you that got any,
4: anything? Uh, yeah, I'm no. If you have anything yeah, more yeah,
5: to yeah, add, oh, yes, yeah, I'm no. oh.
1: bad,
4: then let
5: me know. You've ruined it now. Oh, looking forward I to?
4: <laughs> Look at him, little
1: drama queen. Go on, off you go. It's going to be hot with a couple of thunderstorms. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I believe that was from like a year ago. It, it, it might have been 20, 2019, something like that. But, it, but it's not the first go around those two have had. But, but that's pretty rich. I did like well, that. To,
3: to, and, uh, the
1: forecast and just absolutely just simplify that guy's yeah. job. Guess what? It's going to be hot. Maybe some rain. Yeah, your job's done, so you
3: can keep oh, your yeah. opinion of yourself. <laughs> that was a flawless victory. Yeah, yeah. And, and In <laughs> fact, they, the, uh, whenever he was saying that as he walked out the door, that was basically akin to, finish him. <laughs> and he did. Um, and he literally <laughs> calls, him a little, calls him a little drama queen as he's walking. <laughs> Which the, one of the things, and, and I don't know if it's going to be in these clips, is... So their their oversight government oversight committee for it's almost akin to the FCC here. Um, Merkel had him investigated after that took place, and that's one reason he's not on that network anymore. Because that's what victims do. Whenever you're you almost killed yourself, and and you're on the receiving end of this blatant racism that's so debilitating, you consider suicide. You start to tell on people and really exercise your authority over them, and then try to get them crushed. Such a victim.
1: That's another thing. Mark, uh, Markle, I keep want to call her Markle. Markle, um, Markle. Yeah. She talks about her, uh, her bout with like, I don't know that depression, but like suicidal thoughts, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and how hard it was because I believe her whole, like the, the initial thing, the reason that they left is because, you know, being a princess was going to be hard. Um, like being American, she was going to have to go over there and, uh, she was gonna have to learn all of these these hymns. There was like thirty of them and stuff. She was gonna have to learn the uh, British national anthem, and you know, because they are steeped in tradition. Like that's mm. the way they've always done it. That's the how dead, yeah. <laughs> how dead. And so she's like, you know what? I think you need to leave your family. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the, the way I see it is. She is no different because see, Colin Kaepernick was, I guess, somewhat normal before he met the woman that I assume he's still with now that put him on the train to do the things that he did. And this has the same thing written all over it. And uh, it's funny because Donald Trump, had, there was a, a, a soundbite where the media was asking Donald Trump, have you heard uh, what Megan Merkel, Barkle, whatever, whatever her name is? Merkel. It's Meghan, Mar-
1: I believe it's Mark. Mark. Uh, uh,
3: well, yeah. yeah, I don't know what it is. Nobody will remember that a year from now or care, especially when they get divorced. But that's that's what Trump was insinuating is, uh, I wish Harry luck. <laughs> he didn't yes. say anything bad, about him, <laughs> but he wished him luck. And so that's the thing: when she's gone, where are you going to be then? You made an idiot out of yourself over a female, and if you can't just if you've never seen her before in your life, and the Oprah interview is the only thing that you saw, and you can't ascertain from looking at that that this woman's a nut bar. You're an idiot.
1: And and in that interview right there on uh, Good Morning Britain, uh, Pierce Morgan was talking about the way that she has a track record of cut and run, like just mm-hmm. absolutely severing ties with people. Like her, uh, even her dad, like her dad sold her out to the tabloids over there in in Britain. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think all of her, she had a stepsister or something that was, you know, she's wrote, she's written a book, I, I the title leaves me, but it's...
0: I think it, it was, I'm not much, but I'm all I ever talk about.
1: <laughs> but it does not paint Megan in a positive light.
3: You know, it's one of the things about this, though, and and Oprah ended up asking her, because I don't think the reason they, I think that, that what you said is actually an excuse. I don't think that they really, none of those things were true they were intending to leave to build which, a brand. It's true that they said those things like, oh, I, it, this is so tough on me and the racism. No, what it was. Are you talking about the reason for leaving? Yeah. Okay. they were, And Oprah asks about it. And that's and a great clip. There's accusations that you're going to brand build. What? How, like how, how stupid would that be? Like you're just a terrible actor. And so it's like you said, I'd implore anybody that hasn't seen it to watch it because it's rich. And, uh, but yeah, that I think that was the intention. And so the the uh, the establishment, the royal family didn't want them doing that. It's against the rules, it's against tradition. Boom, you're out of here. And so then they tried to flip it around and again become the victim, which I think the the real big biggest loser in this is gonna be uh, Harry, the the redheaded guy. <laughs> and and that's not because I'm like intelligent by no stretch, it's just because this is pretty obvious. This there's there's a pattern. And you look like a, a an insane person. And the thing is... And you're an extreme leftist, too, by the way. I think yeah, that... For, for is, sure.
1: And that was the next correlation yeah. I was going to draw was with... Uh, I believe it was Prince Andrew mm-hmm. was on the Epstein Flight Manifest. Like, you... You guys are like the rest of the political elites. Like
3: Well, if you look at them Oh yeah, there's
1: good
0: pictures of him with uh I mean he's red handed yeah. yeah. He yeah. doesn't so, look
1: like a
3: gangly creep at all.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't look like a big
3: lurch weirdo. <laughs> all right, what do we have next? Minneapolis reaches twenty seven million settlement with George Floyd's family, George Kirby's family. Why? Well, I'm about to tell you because NBC reports the city of Minneapolis has reached a $27 million settlement with George Floyd's family just weeks before the trial is scheduled to begin for the former officer charged with the murder in his death. Floyd's family filed a federal lawsuit in July against the city and the four officers involved in the arrest that led to his death. The lawsuit took issue with the neck restraints and police policies and training, among other things. It sought compensatory and special damages and an amount to be determined by a jury. Benjamin Crump... Swell guy, not, not a huckster at all, Benjamin Crump. And other attorneys representing Floyd's family members are scheduled to hold a news conference Friday afternoon. Ask whether he would make an announcement about this, the settlement, Crump said, all things are possible. The city needs to exhibit, this is him, quote, the city needs to exhibit responsible leadership in the face of this horrific tragedy that really was a watershed moment for America, Crump said in an interview on Friday. My question is, does anybody think that George Floyd's family would trade his life back for the 27 million.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely not. Absolutely not.
3: No. Why? No. Why? Pieces. Because he only moved from from Minnesota to Texas and then back to Minnesota to get so basically and this is one of the things with people that ha- that are career criminals that you see with regularity is that and this is white black whatever color doesn't matter. He happens to be black. But what people don't seem to understand about this scenario and so many others is when you've been arrested this many times, you've had this much adversity in your life and you have to go get your life right and move out of state, you've been to prison, your family writes you off. You've got nowhere else left to turn to, but to other crappy people, which is one reason you can't get your life back back where it needs to be because you've broken everybody's trust with such regularity. They wrote you off. You're done. They don't want anything to do with you anymore. And I'm assuming because he wasn't really, his family didn't have him on the straight and narrow. They were probably like most in this scenario, sick and tired of him. And now they want twenty seven million dollars because of the crump huckster. Like the, that's what these people do, dude. It's uh, I, I just thought it was.
1: And we've talked about it before. Why are we still treating this guy, this whole situation, like we lost a unicorn because they
3: spray painted a picture of him with angel's wings? And I I thought and, it was an angel. And, and this guy had this guy had enough. Oh,
1: and, and if anybody knows anything or done any research on fentanyl, this guy had fentanyl in his system, and he had enough to in, – in his system, I'm sure he had built up a tolerance for it, just like any other mm-hmm. druggie. And uh, so f- fentanyl, a synthetic opioid, 80 to 100 times stronger than morphine. So one of the side effects of it, or one of the effects of doing fentanyl respiratory depression like this guy was gonna die. It, like he, whether anybody kneeled on his neck, whatever. Like I mean, if, the only thing that this guy needed was a hospital bed. I mean that yeah. that it, it, he would still be here, like regardless of cop kneeling on him, whatever. Yeah. But that like, what did we lose that day? That guy should have been written off. Uh, whatever, and he the, was by the,
3: by probably most people.
1: Did he or did he not hold a pregnant lady at gunpoint? Yeah, point? Like, yeah with, hold, with hold the, the weapon to her, her belly. belly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Like, what did what did we really lose as society?
3: Well, and something that I was thinking about is that people say, "Oh, if that had been white, nobody would care." And I think to to really draw the correlation, like, you know, George Floyd wasn't a model citizen, obviously, and is that does that mean you should die? No, nobody's saying that. And I'm, so what I'm going to juxtapose with it, I'm not insinuating that they should die either, but let's call a spade a spade. Would you want to live next to a white guy with a neck tattoo that did fentanyl and had been to prison and you've got kids? Would you want to live next to that guy? Like, no, and so no, if if no. that was the guy that, that had the knee on his neck, no, nobody would care. It's just that people have bought the, the, uh, the, the quite literal race bait and so any of the people that are championing this guy, especially the young white um, liberal college students and the people that you see in the streets that still live with their parents, you nor your parents would want to live next to this man. This was a, true or false. This is a dangerous guy. This is this not Very a controversial true. thing for no. me to say this. He's a dangerous man, and it, he's not a little dude either. It's a big guy, and he's in good shape. If you look at the picture of him, and the, mm-hmm. the guy's in damn good shape. And so a guy that large in that good of condition, and, you, and you've got him jacked up on God knows what, like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I, I couldn't care less. I mean, if the, and if that's controversial, then so be it. But, man, I, I couldn't care less. Like, you you. my question would be this, dude. How many times were you arrested, and at what, at what point in your arrest record would you be absolved of responsibility? How many times did you be arrested and everybody else still be responsible for whatever misfortune may befall you? 11, 12. We can, I can go all the way to 100. What, what, what would be that point in a liberals mind that this guy is now responsible for his behavior because he keeps breaking the law to such an extent that he's arrested 25 times. On the 25th time, if this happens, who that's still their fault. They've got to handle you with kitty gloves, no matter what. But you can keep screwing up, putting them in danger. your neighbors in danger, the community in danger. No responsibility on your behalf. None. You're just a good guy that deserves to have angel wings painted on your portrait. No, $27 million. I wouldn't give you two pennies, dude. Screw that guy. He got what he asked for, man. Sorry.
4: I was uh, wanting to talk about the Pennsylvania Pedophiles American Rescue Plan or what should be called the Great American Screwjob. So uh, the $1.9 trillion bill was passed and signed. But I'm not trying to bore with numbers, but if you want to hear the breakdown here, less than 9% of this actually goes... To a COVID nineteen battling, twenty seven percent or more than five billion goes to a local and state governments. Some of the breakdown on that: uh, California gets forty two point six three billion, so that's Pelosi's payoff to bail them out. The blue state bailout. Yep, exactly. Uh, New York, uh, where did New York is getting twenty three point eight billion. So there's another. Uh, they're get,
3: they're going to need that to get their governor out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll um, settle with all
4: the families that had members that died in nursing yeah. homes. And uh, we know why uh, Minnesota forked over that twenty seven million so easy. They're getting four point eight billion. Oh, that'll be that'll yeah. be handy. Yeah. So that they're was get, nothing. Minnesota is getting how much? Four point eight eight billion. Okay. And then uh, just some more breakdown of that. Twenty one percent or four billion goes to you know he wants to bring this country together and uh, bring everybody back together. How much does it cost to bring us together? Uh, f- well, this $400 billion goes to policies that are going to reduce private sector jobs. So we're paying... So we're gonna pay to to pay more uh, people yeah, to lose our jobs. That's logical. I mean, I, f-
3: I feel safe. What are the and
4: alternative jobs? What's what's the what yeah. do they
3: call this program again? What's it called? The, the recovery.
4: Well, they call it the American Rescue Plan, but it's more like the Great American Screwdriver. So
3: you're telling me that you don't feel like uh, Joe Biden himself is throwing you a, a, a lifeline that no. you're out, you're out and, the ocean drowning.
4: You know, the comment was made that he wasn't signing the checks is because he probably can't remember his name to sign them. But yes. <laughs> so what? What kind of jobs are they gonna?
1: Are they proposing to make? No, they're, they're, just, not, they're not making. Type down
4: and they're, learn to code. They're, they're reducing. They're we're spending four hundred billion dollars to reduce private sector employment. Well, so that's they're what cutting I'm saying. If, if they're yeah. cutting private sector jobs, yeah, they're not going do anything. You would think
1: that they're gonna they're gonna ramp up effort to have. <sighs> it's complex. It's complex and nuanced. Yes. yes. But are, are they gonna? that's what I was saying. If they're going to reduce jobs in the private sector, are they going to in turn yeah, try and employ say. more more people, like get more
3: people on the government payroll? Yeah, it doesn't say. Actually, that, the, I, I read that it, it's Chris Angel is the one that helped come up with the plan. <laughs> and so it's, it doesn't make sense <laughs> yet, but when he, when he does is reveal, <laughs> which, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm going to take a shot in the dark on this because it sounds like a whole lot. I don't know if anybody remembers Solyndra. Oh, yeah. Like back the five then, was
3: a 500 billion. It, yeah. <laughs> it because just, these, it these people had Yeah. They had
1: all of these yeah. plans to do, like, they had new solar technology. And uh, they they were going to, I mean, it was groundbreaking stuff. And basically, what it was was the government gave them millions upon millions of
3: dollars. So maybe it was 500 million. <laughs> can you see Solyndra? Can you see what that but, was, that
4: dollar amount that Solyndra swindled? While you're looking that up, uh, some of the other money: 135 million is going for national endowment for the arts, because that's important right now. 135 million for national endowment for the humanities. 200 million for the Institute of Museum and Library Services. It was 197 million. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you
3: find No, it? 500 million. No, here it is, 500 million. Is I'm that, sorry. Go
4: is ahead, that company man. still relevant?
3: No, they. Dude, that was a, Okay. That was a massive. That's yeah.
1: I just wanted to make sure I was remembering correct. Yeah.
4: And then we get $12 billion for foreign aid. So the breakdown on this I saw is every tax, well, basically every American has to pay $17,000 in taxes for this. So a family of five, it's $68,000 in taxes that everybody's happy to get their 1400 Family of five, seven oh, thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So, if Which, you're a family of five, you're getting seven thousand and you're going to pay sixty eight thousand in taxes.
3: Back yeah. to the top. So, just as a side note, this is such a beautiful picture. Uh, oh, yes. People can Google why the cylinder mistake is still important to remember. And right there Barack in the header picture, you've got Barack Obama. And the caption for the picture reads In this May 26, 2010 file photo, President Barack Obama and Solyndra Chief Executive Officer Chris Grunett Look at a solar panel. It says, looks at a solar panel. Look at a solar panel during a tour Cylinder, Inc., a solar panel manufacturing facility in Fremont, California. And so this numbskulls for all over this scenario, dude. And, and that's one of the things, too, with this um, with this brain dead the Pennsylvania pedophile, is that it just proves how, how corrupt and inept and, and cumbersome and, and uh, slow-moving garbage Washington is. So... The only way that that guy's been trying to get elected to the office of president, President Biden, since we were kids, mm. they throw you on the ticket with this guy and then however many cycles later, bang, you finally get in there, dude. It, and when your mental devices and acuity is that was, oh, it's horrible, yeah, I mean, it, which it was never great to begin with, it's completely uh, gone. What what a joke, dude! Well, so that I was, was the summer of recovery. Was that's what yeah. part this was part of that whole whole thing? So these guys are real trustworthy with it, worthy when it comes to things like this, and they can definitely be trusted with that amount of money.
1: Well, that's what I was getting at. If you're reducing private sector jobs, obviously, you're you're going to leave a void in the market. Though people still need jobs, is it going to be one of those things where you create "quote unquote" green jobs? You know, like they tried to do here or, you know, with any number of solar panels, wind farms, whatever Uh, it is. I got an
4: answer for you from the great press secretary, uh, Saki, or whatever her name is. We'll we'll get back with you. We will circle circle back. back. (laughs) Because she's been asked that question by even CNN reporters here recently, and she can't give them a straight answer, and she's just going to circle back. She hasn't had a straight answer on much of anything. No, She's but dodo I mean, girl. yeah, and, and that
0: again, that American
4: rescue plan even has China worried. I mean, they're worried yeah. to death about this. Yeah, because we're we're spending too much of their money.
1: Well, I mean, oh. not even what? How, how far are we into this, morons? Fifty days. We're Fifty days in, yeah. and gas prices have risen. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, at least thirty
4: percent. Yeah, so per, I mean, something diesel's
0: in. up. I mean, diesel's up almost a dollar now. Yeah, and I mean, I
4: mean what? <laughs> a dollar so, a gallon?
0: I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah, I mean,
4: if
1: you want stimu- to you know, stimulate the economy, I feel like Trump was doing it by, you know, doing things like making us energy independent. Obviously, if stuff like these green deals and these green plans and stuff that, that they've been trying to implement for years, if that were profitable, if the technology was there, private sector people would be doing it. But the, on- like, the only reason it's not been done is because it's not profitable. And the only people that can go into any endeavor that's an absolute just losing proposition is the government mm-hmm. because they have endless mm-hmm. amounts of our funds. You, you can look at somebody like, if it's going to be profitable, you can look at somebody, especially in today's society, Elon Musk is going to be in on it. Yeah. I mean, that guy, even even after all of the, uh, the storm, like the uh, ice and stuff down in Texas, that guy... Obviously, they figured out that there's a void there. You know, we have all this, you know, green technology. We got these wind farms and we got these solar panels and they're useless in ice. And they produce except for when there's inclement weather. So they're working on battery technology to store and harness some of that stuff, you know, store store and harness that energy for when things like this happen. And they're not producing energy because you're not always going to be at. Peak production of energy, but the government man like.
3: Well, one of the things with the government too, though, is that it was never meant to to be successful. Like cylinder, that was just a a scheme to launder money, is all that was, and that's what they're great at. They're phenomenal. So, and
1: that's why I would be very interested to see where that four hundred million or is that billion billion? Yeah, or wait a minute,
4: yeah, four hundred billion. Yeah, I'd be interested that's to see where that ends up. Twenty one percent,
3: which that's one of the things. Just. It, how, how can people expect them to have fiscal responsibility when Americans have been, be, been befuzzled into not having fiscal responsibility so much so that this $1,400 per person is something that you're willing to let this pass for that um, Americans got to yeah. wake up
4: and then spend 17,000 in taxes to get 1,400. I mean, sure. no sense, no sure. sense.
1: And then everybody out there, like you, the government has no intrinsic value. They don't produce anything anything that they have anything that they obtain any money that they possess came from you and I it came from taxpayers these people don't make anything the only thing they produce they make is they print money yeah and like that that's the only thing they do and I'm with stuff like this you keep printing that money you'll make our yeah, money yeah. worth nothing like no, Venezuela good. there's going to be some hyperinflation coming on yeah. the back side of this
0: yeah yeah, very much so. But you know what? For Biden, it says there's no place like a weekend at home in Delaware. That's what it says. Yeah, he's got
1: to go home to spend time
4: with his dogs because
1: they can't stay in the <laughs> White House anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
4: yeah. It says they're hey, they're well, Don't the, worry, they're not going to put him down. You know, they're they're nervous because he's always trying to... Because he starts (laughs) rubbing on him too much. He's trying to be touchy-feely with him. Yeah, I know.
0: It it says, as he stood in the Rose Garden celebrating his first big legislative win, President Joe Biden, fake President Joe Biden, gestured to the White House and said, it's a magnificent building to live in, except on weekends. Of the eight weekends since Biden took office, he spent three at his longtime home outside Wilmington, Delaware, including this weekend. Tentative plans for another weekend visit were scrubbed due to Senate action on Biden's $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief plan. Not
4: even a coronavirus relief
0: plan? Yeah, Biden also spent a weekend at Camp David, which is not included in those three of eight weekends. I'm just
3: wondering what exactly the money, that what can you do with the money to, to stem the tide of coronavirus. I I, I can't believe that this is still even being talked about. Honestly, dude,
0: I don't, I don't get it, dude. Well, Yeah. And then I saw where in Hawaii, it said that now fully vaccinated people are getting coronavirus again.
1: Well, I don't know, like with the vaccine, what really, if, if you're in a certain age group, which obviously I'm, I'm younger, I'm healthy, not really susceptible, not, not going to be not to say that it couldn't happen i couldn't get it and die tomorrow who knows but what's the advantage of getting a vaccine if for one they're going to have a new strain of this just w- whether or not it's true whether or not it's real they're going to have a new strain of it to keep people in fear and the second and thing, manipulate an election ma- yeah, manipulate an election but they're still saying even if you've had the vaccine you need to wear the mask
3: i right, cool oh. yeah and so i i saw uh the Anthony fraud Fauci, I guess it was a, a Hispanic, a Mexican comedian had him on like a, a FaceTime type chat deal. And, uh, he was asked him all these questions about the FDA approval. Like he had them tied up pretty dang good. And like all these people were ecstatic because of the information with the vaccines. So he's asking him, does this does this because uh, all these people are saying it changes your, well, RNA. I don't even what um, RNA. Yeah, so it, it modifies some of your yes. genetic properties, and do a lot of people have died on their second dose of this thing? Like, I don't know, dude. Like, no, 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 thank you.
0: Yeah, my cousin just got the first shot of it yesterday. He's diabetic. He got it. And he he had it really bad. I mean, he he almost. I mean, he he was on oxygen and stuff. So he went. And he got the the uh, vaccine, the first shot. And, I mean, he says he feels like he has it all over again. He is feeling terrible today. Yeah, dude, no thanks.
1: We just still don't know the long-term effects of it. And we talked about it, I believe, a little um, last week, week before last, when we were talking about uh, Richard Levine, talking about them using off-label medicine um, to, to keep, you know, puberty blockers and things like that. Stuff that was produced for one thing and they're using it for another. Right. And this stuff, like, yeah, it's produced for coronavirus, but we don't know the long term effects of it because there's not there hasn't been enough time. We're just now at the one year mark. There has not been enough time to to produce it, run it through its proper trial phases and 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 see see what the outcome is. And the long term effects, we just we don't know. And this is one of the, I do believe, one of the first vaccines ever that has been uh, an RNA style vaccine. What what
3: does that mean? RNA.
1: RNA is the thing. It's like nucleotides or something that are outside of DNA. Okay. So it's just on the outside, on the outskirts of of your DNA, and it's that's that's why they say it's it's making you sick. They're like, well. You know, the thing is, um, it's just like having a workout. Um, You know, after you work out, you're going to be sore. And that's a good thing. That means you're working out good. And that's kind of the same correlation they're trying to draw with the shot they're like look if you feel bad that's a good thing that means it's you know it's it's change it's proper it's doing its job it's changing you the way it's supposed to you know it's yeah, they're poisoning you more. More. I mean, they should have
3: done the, like the new way i got a way better angle than that to be able to convince people listen just i'm gonna put this in your arm it's i would explain it but it's broad and complex just there you go <laughs> there you go oh, buddy it's just like when you work out because when you work out that's and we all well not you or you <laughs> just just me and him i'm just kidding i'm sorry no but muscle fibers tear and and then re and heal and swell that don't think that's what's happening no
1: i don't think they know what's happening that's what i'm no. saying that we, we don't, don't think we they haven't do had
3: enough time
1: to know no. what
3: any of these long-term effects are and people should definitely take medical advice from us
4: Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? obviously a doctor. I I feel
0: qualified. (laughs) I'm a doctor like Joe Biden. Come on. It's a lot better than taking medical advice from Dick Levine.
1: Oh, yeah. He's (laughs) a hell of a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his
0: weight is absolutely (laughs) under
3: control. Yeah. And obviously, all his his mental devices are in in working order. They're stellar. (laughs) Yes.
1: And just (laughs) a side note, that was an ugly dude. Like that—that yeah. that makes it an even uglier woman. <laughs> <Like> that, <laughs> dude didn't have a lot going for him to begin with. I
3: mean, I'll, and then wonder, you put the
1: powder wig on; it just goes downhill
3: from there. So he's obviously he was married, but not married now. I wonder. I wonder if he's single. Huh? Am
1: I right in saying that there's that there was money that went overseas to fund yeah, over, twelve billion oh, to fund like overseas abortions? Yeah. That was, that well, was. he signed. Were you not wanting a, to pay for
4: that? That wasn't part of that. He signed an executive order, like one of his fifty, that, that sent our money over to fund it all. So that wasn't in the bill. No, that wasn't. What Mexico bill.
3: City policy? The, the, the is what they refer to that as?
4: No, this was just another story about how uh, bad his approval ratings tanking. Just tweets from people saying that they wish that they had never. Uh, voted for him now. See, I don't
1: understand that either. What were people really expecting with a guy that hid in his basement for not, like, never campaigned? I mean, the, the, the media campaigned for the guy. And... I mean, when when he did come out, he couldn't put two sentences together without fumbling, stammering all over himself. Man, can what say the internet. No, that, that's yeah. not fair. What, it so, was
0: broad and complex. What,
1: what did people really expect? What did you think you were
3: getting? one million people do fide yeah. legit, said this is a good idea. One person,
4: I deeply, deeply regret voting for Joe Biden. He was my first vote ever for a Democrat for president, and after this, he will be my last. Is it too late to bring back Trump?
1: Yeah, I just don't understand what... What was the turning point? What did you think that that made you punch the ticket for that guy that made you so sure? Was it him not remembering where he was or him stammering over words? So Biden or, is
3: rescinding the global gag rule on abortions abroad, but in doing Trump's effects will take time. Yeah, that's the mechanism. I think that's it was the policy. sympathy.
0: Aren't they saying there's something about like the sympathy? That maybe they, maybe
3: that it was. I, I don't know. I mean, it's... The sympathy for, for, for Biden? Yeah. A for, sympathy for, vote? Yeah. No, because he... His... Uh, dude it was rigged just like just like against Bernie and Hillary and rigged against Bernie again I think um, if the DNC had played fair I think I think that Bernie Sanders would have been nominated in 2016 and I think this time that I I think the gay guy Buttigieg I think Buttigieg
4: well I think that
3: he was their best bet like I think that that which I mean, if they they were cheating, so it didn't matter. But I think in a fair election, the gay guys okay. probably stood the best chance against Donald Trump. He still wouldn't have won. He's, you think so? He's going to be the. I think secretary. I think he was the better. I think he was. Um, for, for if you're thinking in leftist in leftist mindset, I think that the gay guy would have been the most popular. I think he would have won in a fair race. He would have won easier than the others. So, anyways, we're gonna wing this one. Governor Cuomo,
4: what about this guy? Oh, uh, total dirtbag. So, but it's okay, because he lives... He's a single man in a boring town in New York.
3: <laughs> and so, yet again... So, can we name off the litany of just some of the Democrats that are known to grope people? Besides Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden, obviously. Mm-hmm. Cuomo. Weinstein. Wiener. Epstein. Epstein. <laughs> I mean... W- w- <laughs> oh wait what about the guy with fang fang i mean that's that, we, we'll throw him in there too yeah swalwell yeah swalwell uh oh man chew who's the other one that that got popped again to reiterate what we talked about before you jumped on the Kavanaugh bandwagon kicking the dude on some very very thin quote unquote evidence <clears throat> and here you are just like we talked about before hand off in the cookie jar one of the best things man and so let's I do have something on that. It's the uh, the Cuomo sexual. Have you ever heard of this? Yes. Yeah, no, which I had. I have not. No, no, no. And, and of course, uh, was it? No. Uh, I think it, think says it was Don that, Lemon. I think it says that Ellen DeGeneres started it, and okay. like all Don Lemon, that Trevor Noah guy was a Trevor Noah Maybe guy. It was Noah. Yeah, he, he actually came out and said that he, that he was wrong, which it still doesn't matter. You are wrong. You're an idiot. But. So it, all all the, the left was fawning over this guy because his response to coronavirus and his daily briefings, and here you are sending grandma and grandpa and every, you know, anybody that you could back to nursing homes to die, and you were lying about it because that's what Democrats are, like, the best at. As, and that's their best attribute is the ability to deceive and lie and steal, just like the last story we talked about. And well, so, it's a lot
1: easier when you've got a complicit media. When you Sure, you know, sure. You have people like his brother, that you know. Hey, it's a conflict of interest. I, I can't cover my brother in a negative light.
3: So, which my question is, but how, I can in a positive light. How can you How can you come down on? How can you come down on Cuomo for groping? So seven women right now are accusing this guy of groping him, and not Joe Biden, who gropes and sniffs and pets for decades on camera.
4: And people complained
3: <laughs> about it, too. They said they were uncomfortable. So multiple, plenty of women said it made him uncomfortable, so he gets to come out and do, like, an apology of sorts. Um, and I want to say he even did it on Oprah, if I'm not mistaken. He did it at in some public venue on Ellis somewhere on some talk show. Like, he did this, another fake apology. And then he even went after that and sniffed some more people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, He's a habitual sniffer and, and, and what is I, he I, sniffing I, for. I have <laughs> to dial circle back to the thing about the dog because one of the things I want to say like oh that was it was the first White House rescue dog and how did that end? It's freaking biting people cuz you're an idiot. Like you're trying to make a story out of nothing and then the, the Saki says, "Oh, we would talk about the cat and it's going to break the internet." No, because nobody gives it. Because you're an idiot. Your cat's an idiot. Get the animal out of the White House, you moron. It's gonna be the first cat in the White House. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Like gas is going. Like all the things we just talked about. Nobody cares about your cat, dude. I care about your cat. If somebody kills it, wraps it around your neck and chokes you to death, you moron. You suck. <laughs> but anyway, that's yep. it.
1: you got it. People care about jobs. People care about having money in their pocket. People care about gas prices. People care about energy independence. People care about abortion. Like, you know, about border control. Sure. People have a lot of care, like your cat.
3: It, no, no, but Hollywood's gonna come out in support of the cat, like they did for Cuomo. And now they have, which not that they give it because they're so obtuse, but now they have egg all over their face. All the people that heaped accolades on this idiot, they they gave the guy an Emmy. Cuomo, <laughs> they gave him an Emmy. And it's, so the thing is, too, now I feel like Oprah. You give him the Emmy, pretend it's him. Yeah. Rex is gonna give you the Emmy.
4: You're Thanks. welcome. Thanks.
3: I, I look like Oprah right
1: now. <laughs> I can't believe it. Your hair is nowhere stupid enough to be Oprah.
4: <laughs>
3: My hair is, however, luxurious. By the way, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's pretty rich. I'm, I'm really enjoying seeing that guy uh, burn slowly, like the slow spiral downward for uh, for uh, Cuomo is, and looking him. And so they, the way he talks, if you listen, if you listen to the guy talk, he's a gangster, like. And some of his staff was berating the people that were trying to blow the whistle on this. So his staff was even acting like thugs as well, like threatening people and stuff like that. The guy fancies himself as a gangster. And so I I hope, and that's the thing, it's not enough for this dude to resign. If all these Hollywood celebrities are saying, oh, Donald Trump needs to be in prison for the amount of COVID deaths, however many X amount of 100,000 deaths on Trump's watch, he's responsible. So wait a minute, this guy is responsible and lied about it, zero consequences. You guys verbally blew the guy. And now, nothing. That's one of the worst things about Hollywood. You can never get your just deserves. You guys will never, never answer for what you called wrong time and time and time and time again. But that's one of the things that I can't believe that they have any, that anybody takes them serious, that they get any media coverage on their political political opinions whatsoever at this stage because they do this every single time. They're never right.
0: Yeah, so what do you think is going to happen to him? What, what do you think is going to happen in the next week over this? We well, have you, seven ladies come forward. Well, do you think say. he'll be able to resign and this will all go away? Or do you think any any he's going to actually be responsible for the actions that he's taking?
3: Nobody can know because all your talking heads have gotten it wrong because he's a Democrat, and Democrats get away with so much more than anybody else does. So it's hard to determine what would happen with this guy. Because can we all look? I, th- I think it's pretty common knowledge that, that Democrats have special exemptions, especially when it comes to sexual deviant, like sexual harassment and the like. And and, and to to lend more to that, Cuomo sexual. Why everything with these these pervert weirdos sexual? Why why did you bring that into it?
1: Oh, and during this whole the COVID stuff, we've seen we've seen some some good, like some some fails. We've seen some major league fails. Um. Uh, in people like Cuomo, uh, of course Gavin Newsom, mm-hmm. Gretchen Whitmer, like we we've we felt around like the freaking doctor. We've we felt some weak points, you know. Yeah,
0: Cuomo's been feeling around.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but and then you got people like uh, Desantis down in Florida, mm-hmm. like that have done, you know what I mean? That yeah. done a lot better uh, with the situation uh, than obviously some.
3: So. Yeah, but now in the the, the Biden administration looking to, to implement what, what he said in his speech, because I didn't watch his speech. I, I mean, I, I'm I took, sure nobody... Yeah,
0: I did, I did no, not either. But no, some of the I excerpts
3: took, that I was reading about is that they're they're talking about the potentiality of closing everything down again, because that seems totally necessary right now, by the way.
1: Uh, yeah, they want to give out more inside. money,
0: man. Yeah, they want to right. give it more money. And DeSantis says he's not shutting down again. No. And yeah, that's yeah, good for them. And, it, it. Yeah. and
1: anybody like... He, as far... I mean, it's us being a year into this stuff, like still wearing the mask, Like all you're doing at this point is lending some semblance of credence to to this this whole thing. Like yeah. they still want you to go. Like I was saying earlier, you 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 go get the shot or you don't get the shot. Either way, the end result's the same. You, they still want you to wear the mask. You know whether you go to any kind of public event, be a concert, you know, basketball game, football game baseball, whatever, any kind of venue, like they still want you to wear the mask. They still want, and even like what you're saying, they want, you know, we need to shut down Florida. We need to shut down Texas. Like this is Neanderthal thinking. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's ridiculous. This is all, like I said, the the mask, it's so, it's such a heavily politicized thing now. Well, I think this whole situation is politicized. Yeah, yeah, it is. And now but, they're
0: trying to do the vaccine passports.
3: Yeah, that's, let China handle that. That'd be a good yeah, idea. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. Oh, they already about. are. Yeah,
0: they're, they're all, They already are
3: because it did not wait. It did originate there. But does that Came make from any bat. sense with the mass stuff? Like all you're doing is giving yeah, it's it emasculating. Yeah,
1: yeah, you. You're making this, you're giving this some form, and I'm not saying the virus isn't real. Obviously, it's it's real. I know people... An you know, arbitrary to, piece
3: of fabric isn't going to stop that virus. No. And that was one of the things, too, that, that, that they initially, initially...
1: were misled from the get-go. Right, people thought Fauci. that it could live on
3: surfaces, and then they find out it can't live on surfaces for any... So everybody's going around and sanitizing everything.
1: Well, not just that, but Fauci said from the get-go... Um, that masks don't work. That, that they don't work. I was trying to think of the show that he was on when he said it. But, yeah, he said, you know, it's it, it'll make even this come out of his mouth, it may stop a few droplets, but it's ba- it's basically there. It's gonna make people feel better. It's gonna make you feel like you're doing something.
0: Okay, I'm no medical professional, but just answer this question for me. I am. okay. Answer this question for me. If you have a mask on and you can smell a fart, can the virus still get through the mask? Yes, yes. okay, that's, that's a double yes. This virus were, will
3: actually, so if you were inside of a, a tank, or no, if you're even in a submarine, this virus will, it'll come under the ocean and then it'll penetrate the whole submarine and it'll get you there too. That, it's that bad. And well, actually, if you had a mask on, may, maybe not.
1: Like I said, being a year into this, it, this is, it, there's there's never been a time in history where everybody that was healthy was expected to go, you know, have Make these kind of provisions for healthy people. Well, they I mean, they
3: shouldn't let the bar stay open if they could use the plastic tray. But in a reality, what they should do is put your mug of beer into the tray, slide it down the counter for social distancing, and boom, you receive it, bang, you drink it, cool, hit me again. You know what I'm saying? There's a Nintendo game that they used to do that. Tapper, yeah. I think it was called. <laughs> Look it up. It was badass. <laughs> Love that game. Tapper. I'm
4: afraid to Google Tapper.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Pictures of Cuomo to... might come up. <laughs>
1: So being that we've got our uh, our anti Second Amendment uh, regime that's uh, currently in office, so the uh, the ATF, which I believe I'm right in saying, like they don't they don't really play by traditional rules as far as waiting for any kind of legislation or anything to get passed. They just kind of got a team there, and when they feel like something's you know something's not right, or they want to make a new. Uh, make a new rule. They just kind of do it, go forth and, and go on and reap the freaking world one later. So this, um, and and they've been, they've been kind of hot, um, here as of late. I mean, even within the last couple of months with, um, of course here just recently Feinstein with her assault weapons ban or, you know, her, her proposal of, of assault weapons ban, and then the ATF has hopped on uh, pistol braces. Uh, I believe they went and rated Polymer 80, uh, a company that was making 80% lowers, um, obviously polymer. Uh, but they were making them for, like, Glock, you know, like stuff like that, like handgun lowers, stuff like that. And, and I believe maybe even AR lowers. So, but they uh, they rated that place, uh, seized all their records, and we're actually making visits to people's homes uh, after they seized these records and figured out, you know, who was buying them, stuff like that. So here uh, within the last week, uh, it says the ATF rated uh, Christopher, Justin Irvin, uh, 41 of Jacksonville, Florida, manufacturing for manufacturing machine guns. Irvin did not sell or make any firearms. So, it, this guy of course the ATF um, they seize his website his website's uh, autokeycard.com uh, for selling a drawing on a piece of metal so um, this man sold it it says a credit card size piece of metal with an outline of a of a lightning link uh, a lightning links a piece of metal that you uh, user bends to uh, drop into an AR. When engaged, a lightning link transforms the firearm into fully automatic, air quotes, machine gun. Um, The ATF recently busted a West Virginia man for selling 3D-printed portable wall hangers that you could use for uh, a drop-in auto-sear. So they raided this guy. Um, So
3: (laughs) is that accurate that... If you've been that, I mean, do you know that to be true? If, the, if you did that with that piece of metal, that, that would turn it fully auto?
1: No, I, I don't. And to me, it's largely irrelevant that guy's not selling the stuff. any Like, he's not selling you any kind of a part. And even, I mean, even if he is, which it goes on to say, um, that the ATF admits that Irvin did not sell a complete machine gun, but did point to 20, uh, it's one of their one of the laws, under, under this subsection, Uh, It's legal to possess, it is illegal to possess any part designed and intended solely and exclusively or in combination of parts designed and intended for the use of converting a weapon into a machine gun. Um, The ATF did not buy that Irvin was selling the auto key card as a novelty. Uh, Law enforcement agency will will probably not extend that defense to uh, gun owners that purchased the auto key card off the man's website. So what they're saying is they're probably going to do the same thing. If you've got one of these, um, yeah, I, it goes on to say the ATF says that uh, that anyone who owns an auto key card purchased from the site violates the National, National Firearms Act, the NFA. The agency will charge anyone busted with the device with a federal felony. Uh, gun owners can face 10 years in prison, a fine up to $250,000 per device owned.
3: So they're referring to that key card as a device?
1: Yes, since okay. most people purchase multiple cards, the penalties could add up and be very costly. The ATF asks anyone who has an auto key card go ahead and contact their local ATF office.
4: So they can come and arrest you and
1: yeah, I t- tell you what I do, I and contact your lawyer first. Yeah. <clears throat> this, so,
4: but this according according to this right? Yeah. So it was just that that that
3: says that. right there by contacting the ATF, gun owners are not avoiding prosecution. The ATF does not promise amnesty from charges. land News. Reckon an an auto-key car, should contact the lawyer before contacting the ATF. That's pretty crazy.
4: Wow. If I'm getting this right, he just drew the outline on this piece of metal, right? It wasn't... Yeah. So, I mean, how, you know, it's not readily able to be used. You still have to cut it out with the metal and... Bend it. And bend it. It's just not like it's... I don't know. I guess we can't draw anymore. I
3: I gotta say, dude, the guy's kind of playing with fire. Like, I've... I don't agree with what they did, but then again, like when you're doing something like that, you have to always know that something like this is an absolute possibility, especially considering who the administration is. That's playing with fire. Now I'm sure that he was also doing this beforehand as well. Giving an overzealous administration like this any ammo on, on an issue like this is is dangerous. That's playing with fire. I'm not saying what they're doing is right because it's not, but uh, that. Uh,
1: but I know now, even if you buy like an overseas parts kit they'll send you the full auto trigger setup. Like, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and it's obviously illegal to install it into the gun.
1: Yeah, but yeah. you still have it. But according yeah. to these people, yeah. you're not even supposed to have it. Now, but you when can, you're
3: talking about a parts kit, you're talking about like a, a surplus, like AK-style rifle? Yes. Or something like that. So I think there's got to be some other provisions done to it to make that work once you rebuild it on American Receiver anyway, right? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, kind of the same, I guess. Yeah. I don't know that. I,
1: I don't. I, I really can't differentiate between the two. But I mean, and it, I mean that at least in a parts kit would be a usable part. This thing right here, you're. I mean, it's a little. Like I said, it's a little credit card type piece that you're going to have to manufacture yourself. It's nothing. It's no different than buying. I mean, but an, if that's 80, metal,
3: you. Could, I mean, I'm, I'm, since Da's not here, I'm going to fill in for him. You could cut that out with a. I mean, a Dremel, and. If, if what they're saying is accurate, bend it up and have a fully auto gun, which for better, for but worse... I could take is,
1: any piece of metal and cut it out with the Dremel and make it into... into yeah, anything. so is I that like if you
0: own a book about making bombs, does that mean you're going to prison? Yeah, you basically have a bomb.
1: Yeah. I, I, okay. I don't...
0: Hey, I, hang on, let me... So I can get all kinds of books on like becoming a millionaire and I'll be a millionaire. (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) basically like putting money in the bank. Yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it probably has the same. You should be able to get a
1: loan with that. These these dudes have gotten out of hand with like the ATF stuff like that. I, and people need to realize. And and a lot of you a lot of you people like the Molin LeBay. They come and take it. We will not comply. Like your day's coming. Our Second Amendment, in in my opinion, it's already been infringed upon enough. And the, which it specifically says shall not be infringed. And like the infringement, the infringement's already taken place. Like the, in infringe as in break the terms of. Uh, limit or undermine uh or encroach upon like mm-hmm. did it, they've they've encroached upon it they've limited it like hey, I mean what have they not done to
3: it already but it's in the name of public safety and, and it makes me feel safe that they encroached
1: and but that has't like the they're having a, I forget the lady's name but there's a woman over in the UK that uh that went missing and of course they uh, they're proposing over there and because they don't have guns, they can't carry guns, all this stuff. And obviously I said, this woman goes missing and, uh, somebody on there, what would be the equivalent of our house floor? Um, it was some sort of elected official and I'm sure she's a freaking kook, just like the ones we've got over here. She's probably, you know, Feinstein, (laughs) she's probably the British Feinstein. So she says, um, you know, I'm thinking about uh, you know, the next uh, the next bill that's that's suitable that uh that pertains to something like this is writing up a, uh, a 6 p.m. curfew for men, because uh, because <laughs> me, men like I want men off the streets at 6 p.m. because yeah. men
3: are obviously the problem. Well, they now this listen woman went,
1: that, this woman went missing, but the thing if is... if they're Democrats,
3: that's a damn good idea, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but but like, and they were talking about over there like. And Obviously, they don't have the Second Amendment like we do, um, so you're, you're a
3: lot more prone to because people like Piers Morgan think that it's stupid, yeah, because that and guy's, that's why they have crime free streets. What, what, what do you need with a gun with a million bullets? Well, they're not it? even
1: advocating for that. They're, they're talking now, they're like, Well, why don't you at least make it where women can defend themselves? You can't, a woman cannot even carry pepper spray over there because you have a rape whistle. Uh, who knows? But they <laughs> said the penalty for carrying pepper spray was the same as carrying a gun. Which really, that's yeah. Reasonable. Well, yeah. Wow. And the thing, and the thing about it is, I like, carry a gun. That's all I'll tell you. Yeah. But I mean, if it's the same charges either way, yeah, I'll just tote a gun. But
3: I feel like that would make everything safer, right? No pepper spray, no guns. What could go wrong? Especially if you're so. If you're a ninety pound woman versus a two hundred fifty pound man that wants to rape you, that's a good law, right? No,
1: and that's the same thing that Lauren Boger was talking about to uh, to Beto. Um, she was saying, you know, because he's the hell yes, we're going to take your AK, your AR, or whatever, and mm-hmm. and uh, she's like, yeah, no, she said, and and she cited that specifically because she's like, I'm a 90 pound woman, mm-hmm. I don't stand any kind of chance in a physical altercation against you know any and, and real male. And you think Beto would male. too
3: because he doesn't either. No. Like, that guy's going to get the shit choked out of him like I'm Homer and he's Bart, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: like, and he's just as uh, dainty of a little girl as yeah. Lauren is, for yeah. sure. That
3: guy's wrist is totally... But it's limp. obvious. I mean,
0: he just enjoys it.
3: Well, I think, I think he enjoys running his mouth like that. I think he, he likes to instigate and, and to, to make people upset and angry and pissed off. But,
1: or, I mean, back to our Second Amendment, like, it's it's already been infringed upon. Sure. I mean, just as far as even the automatic weapons, I mean, if if truly, if it's not infringed, you ought to be if you can afford an automatic weapon you ought to be able to buy one if you can afford a freaking Abrams tank you ought to be able to buy one
3: well if they hadn't done what they done with the law and what year was that 68 on the fully auto stuff is that
0: it was 84 wasn't
3: it on fully um, auto cuz it was two two different things like 34 and whatever the other day was but either way yeah. Um, yeah but if if those that hadn't transpired then those things wouldn't be they wouldn't cost what they do now anyway but then that that would also entail people that, that use firearms in the commission of a crime to be punished to the extent to the extent that the law denotes. And that doesn't happen with regularity. People that, that use a firearm in the commission of a crime usually plead down to a lesser charge for a lesser sentence, things like that. But now what they're saying here in this article is these people will be punished to the fullest extent of the law, this being the only law that they've broken. It wasn't like they were doing armed robbery. They simply purchased this little dinky car.
0: This is what concerns me with everything. With an election being stolen, with our our freedom of speech being really starting to be taken away, the Second Amendment starting to be kind of taken away. When is the American public, when, when are they going to actually stand up and start fighting for this stuff? I mean, when are they going to take a stand? What's it going to take? Or is it going to happen? Because it's like when we were in Washington, D.C., and then when we come back and we start seeing all this stuff and how everything's kind of unraveling, it's like I really don't know that the American populace is gonna stand up and do anything about it. I, I really kind of lose my faith in the American public.
1: Yeah, I kind of have to. Um, and I'm kind of the same thought. Like I don't, I don't know if it's people that have gotten so comfortable. I mean, you can see it even back. Um, what was a last few weeks down in texas like it's like people aren't uh we don't want to be uncomfortable we get we get comfortable with our our heat and our air conditioning and you know being indoors it's not like back you know it's not men you know powering through freaking snow and elements and whatever um to to accomplish a common goal you know no matter the no matter the the rain the sun the whatever like we'll march through it with no boots on if we got to but you know and i don't know it it seems like a lot of stuff in our country keeps us and not just the country the world but keeps us divided media especially um that keeps us divided enough and keeps us you get divided and then subdivided and you have these little subsects of subcultures and everybody has their own um their own little, you know, safe space or whatever that it's hard to, to mount any kind of a real unified opposition because, you know, anytime you, you have a public forum of free speech, parlor is a great example. I, you can't, you can't do it. If these people sniff out any kind of, of free speech where they think any kind of a, I'll use the word insurrection and that's been used and overused, mm-hmm. but these guys sniff out any kind of
0: thought of that like they're not gonna have it, yeah, I guess it's kind of like whack-a-mole you know as soon as something pops yeah. up they just slam it down I think that but true. you can't keep people
3: so divided and sure united we stand divided we fall yeah. will always be true but I think that another way of saying what uh he was Rex was just saying is that I, I think that there's been instruments in society that that have purposefully made people far more complacent. That have made people complacent for a reason, and so and, and you're seeing a I think a big stride being taken with the the coronavirus, where they're eroding rights at an exponential rate, especially with the new administration coming in. The whole the and and again the whole thing, in my opinion, being construed for political purposes to steal an election, and so that's what the the left tends to do is take large swaths, and in the meantime people they peep, keep people in the place and again you're looking at all these stimulus bills things to, to, to keep people kind of comfortable to the most you know, or, or to the least rather reasonable extent possible but man people are too too used to anything they, they so they don't care about their rights being eroded because their rights never matter to them and, and when you look at all at every level of a learning institution right now historically they, they don't cover how those rights were attained what they mean and where they come from so if you have a rights given by God, unalienable rights given by God, um, that means that's obviously free from the government. People don't realize that. People, they, so they've been conditioned to not know history, not know where the rights come from, or even what their rights are. So the judicial process, the election process, anything about the political process, and in actuality, how people are elected, what they're elected for, why, and, and the entire process, what their job is, and the idea that these people are civil servants, they're servants. And again, I think there, there's a whole lot of, um, they, they've removed the the semblance of servant from civil servants. And yeah, so- They're the,
1: self-servants. Sure.
3: These people act in the capacity that, that they're their royalty that, that we're serfs. And that's why people are the way that they are. So the idea that, that people would stand up and physically fight, well, I don't think that that's, you know, really necessary at the moment. But I think that- um, even from just a peaceful voting standpoint, they, like you said, they keep people divided so that so that they aren't unified and vote as one monolithic or even two monolithic uh, structures.
1: But that's a really good point because that, like what you were saying about the Second Amendment, that that's a God-given right. You sure. you read that that right was given to us by God. It wasn't given to you by the government. I, and therefore, the government can't take it. It's not theirs to take. Sure. And that's why when stuff like this, when the ATF, like these guys have already overstepped their boundaries to begin with. And that's why today it's it's a key card. Yesterday, it was polymer 80. The day before that, it was pistol braces. And it may not be something that that directly affects you today. Sure. But I promise you, it will in the future. This bill, no, at, so, the, yeah. this bill that Feinstein's um, that that she's put on the on the House floor, and I believe it's basically just uh, um, one that she's tried to previously implement, and it's it's probably just you know a, a repurpose. We dust this thing off and try and propose it again. Sure. Uh, only this time, you know, you've got majority House, majority Senate, and obviously the White House. So and, and, and in that bill, they're trying to, um, they're trying to throw you a bone. It's like, Hey, you know, you can keep what you've got. Um, you know, we, we just don't want any more assault weapons. We don't want any more importation, uh, of assault weapons and we, we don't want any more. And I'm, I'm using assault weapons like they use it. Um, so that's air quotes again, but and and that's what people don't realize. Like, yeah, you're darn right. I'll keep it. This is America. That's my right. It wasn't given by you. It's not going to be taken by you, and it, it's not up for debate. Like, this, this isn't something that you you guys can make legislation on. And to me, this is no different than the mask. Like, dude, this is this is a subject. No, I'm not wearing your mask. You can mandate it. You can com- You know, you can, you can tell everybody to comply. Whatever. But if there's if if there's a mass of people that say no, we're not wearing the mask, and there's a mass of people that says no, we're not giving up anything. We're not giving an inch on it. You guys can pass whatever you want to, but the end result's the same. It ain't gonna happen. I
3: think even deeper than that, though, if if you if you look at the entirety of this administration in that light, seeing as how, look, there's very, very compelling evidence. It, it, look, you can call it compelling evidence. I say there, there's a mountain of evidence that indicates blatant fraud took place to steal this election. So everything that you do legislatively is null and void because you people seized office illegally. So what you can add, so I don't even know that we have to go that far, because you people, even if you had obtained office legally, you still wouldn't have the, the ability to do this. But we're not even there yet because you seized office illegally with the assistance of a lot of other governmental institutions that by all appearances are, are full-fledged corrupt. And I don't, I don't want to be on a recording saying that those, what those institutions are, but everybody can guess you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like, really.
0: And you can keep your assault weapons about as much as you can keep your doctor.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. But that's why,
1: which we were talking about, this uh, Lauren Boebert, she's a house representative from, uh, is it Montana?
3: I believe it is, yeah. Is um, she owns a saloon. No, it's
1: Colorado. Or is it Colorado? It may be Colorado. Okay. But yeah, it's Colorado. So or is it Arizona? It, no, it's. I'm pretty sure it's Colorado. Is it North
3: Dakota? No. Is it California? Are you, <laughs> but, yeah,
0: I think, I but think it's
1: But it's been the women that have been yeah. the most fierce on this. And, like, she did an interview. It was, like, a Zoom call or something the other day. And she had an AR-15 and something else stacked up in the background, and they were viewing that. You know, that's oh, that's, it's a threat. that's threatening. Yeah. So, uh, but this is, this video right here, like women have been the biggest proponents, the biggest, like they they've been the most outspoken. Her Marjorie Taylor Greene, like man, good for them. I hope Trump makes a party and puts them in it.
2: I'm Lauren Boebert, a mom, a small business owner, a defender of freedom. Here's what I know: You protect what you love. President Trump built a big, beautiful wall because he loves America and he wanted to secure our country and protect us from drugs, illegal aliens pouring into our communities, and sex traffickers. Democrats.
1: So they what she's doing right now? She's walking away. in front of the Capitol.
2: And now, welcome, to And now to she's Fort walking Pelosi, outside the wall around the Capitol. From their own heavily guarded razor wire wall, Democrats don't want to protect you. Because they don't care about you, but they'll spare no expense protecting themselves. We will not build a wall. No,
1: there will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. That's number not for a one. Wall.
2: I'm not for a wall. It's time to cut the crap and remember this is the people's house. Madam Speaker, tear down this wall. <laughs>
3: It's a good ad. I wonder how many takes it took, though.
1: Yeah, and she's the one that was uh, that was going after Beto. Uh, yeah. That's the same lady. But the, yeah, the whole video, she's walking outside the cat like around the Capitol, and then outside uh, the perimeter wall that they've put up. Since, how disturbing is since that? The, yeah. you, yeah, and that's another one of the prime examples of good for me, but not for thee. Right. And, and if Trump
3: had done something to, uh, of that magnitude at that time, say, uh, around the White House, because what, hair the, hair the provisions they had during those riots around the White House wasn't nearly as extensive as that. He didn't have that many National Guard. He didn't have a fraction of that many National Guard. And, and the left would have freaked out as totalitarian state. He's a dictator, which, I mean, they said all these things anyways. He's a fascist, yada, yada, yada. It's disturbing what the the links that they're willing to go with our money in front of us so blatantly, while people and I think one of the things that you were alluding to earlier and is to and, and to kind of round out that thought process is that the the people that have blustered and bluffed that are full of crap and overweight with the the uh, don't tread on me sticker on their truck that those guys will have the opportunity to prove it. Like, yes, I think there's a lot of fluff and a lot of filler. And I think that a lot of companies make a lot of money selling that BS. And a lot of people get a a fictitious view of reality, purchasing it, wearing it, and then writing a check that they never intend to cash because they got the heart of a coward. Because they didn't make, I don't think that we'd be at this point. But So they've been there already longer than, so he's been in office 50 days, but they were there prior to the inauguration. So they've been there 60 days right now?
0: Oh yeah, I would, I would definitely say so. And you know what? What <laughs> this the is. The troops have been this, slated
3: to leave the Capitol grounds March twelfth.
0: Yeah, and you know what's crazy mm-hmm. is yeah. all this the, all the National Guard, everything that's going on right here at the Capitol, and they are still hunting down every single person about this Capitol, you know, breachment or whatever. Yeah, and while meanwhile, I saw an article this morning about protest in Seattle and they let 300 people go. They were breaking windows. They were doing all kinds of stuff. They let them go. They let them go. And, they, but in the meantime, they are hunting down every single person and doing search warrants and everything on houses for people that were in the Capitol.
3: They're just attend- No, I think that they're actually there like that, that guy this week that he, he didn't actually enter the Capitol. And I don't know how actually how close they got to it, but one of the things uh, the the Oath Keepers, I guess he w- he was affiliated with them, but like dude they they snatched him up, and uh, they're not gonna let him go like until they're gonna hold a trial or however it is. But it, it's it's some pretty crazy stuff, man. Like they they definitely are not abiding by any sense of any rules. It's. Uh, they're kind of making the stuff up as they go along, but it's, it's disturbing. But, so people have been getting visits just because they ping their cell phone in that entire area because they can't – once you triangulate a cell phone signal, you can't determine exactly what that location is within the triangulation area. And so people that were in, within that area are getting contacted by the FBI regardless of where they were actually positioned at. So a reason that people like us, as far away as we were, would still get a visit from the
0: FBI. All right, guys, we're going to cut it there for this episode of Common Man's Common Sense. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to tell all your friends and subscribe. Thank you.